the gentleman advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome, man. I'm glad we finally got this hooked up. Uh, Gang Recognized Gang Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Uh, Gang, you know, gentlemen advancing the melanin revolution. Well, evolution. You can't have evolution without a revolution. So, um, this is the first preseason recorded episode of a concept that I would say RLJ, you and I came up with, what, about six months ago, maybe? It was six. About six months ago. I, and when we were frustrated with our jobs, bro. Frustrated with our jobs. <laughs> um, tired of people uh, being thought leaders and subject matter experts um, with D.L. Hughley. He said this a couple of weeks ago um, with the real estate that's between our ears. Mm. You know, and I think the concept of the pod was birthed from that. Yeah. Um what what do you think what is like if you could say a, a quick liner what do you think what do you want the listeners to get out of this hey at the end of the day man um there are black men hard working professional that's just trying to make it every day okay one day at a time one step at a time um i think we are marginalized in a lot of news platforms and outlets and I think as a result um, we don't have an opportunity to connect as much as we would like Facts. and to um, really share expertise and share uh, pitfalls so that we can become better and in the process my hope is that we can reach out to some brothers that's uh, going through it and they know that they're not alone but if sisters want to join in as well they might understand us a little better you know, if our uh, Hispanic brothers and sisters join in as well, they know that hey, we probably in the same right. <laughs> we in the same frame of uh, yeah, we work. Uh, MLK once said, he's like, "Yo, we can, we might have come over in different boats, but we're in the same ship now." Same ship now. Yeah. Same ship yeah, now. And absolutely. then even for even for our white brothers and sisters, hey, we we work with y'all. Y'all work with us. We love y'all. Y'all love us. Most of you, <laughs> you know. Um, and I honestly don't think I don't think all white people are bad, man. I really don't. Uh, there's some some folks in my life that are near and dear to me, that are white, and you know what? They get me. Mm. But I don't think that uh, many others have the platform to meet gentlemen like ourselves okay. to really understand that. You know what? Um, everybody bleeds red, but you know you're not just gonna devalue us either. Right. We have value. We got something to bring to the table, and. Um, we want to push our agenda forward. Yeah, I, um, if nothing else, I want the listeners to be able to gain the insight on the, the inner workings of our brain, right? Absolutely. And so, um, we were both reading the, um, the piano keys, mm-hmm. um, being black in a non black environment, and, um, I'll be transparent and say if if you could put a microphone into my brain. Man, I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be scared what's gonna come out of your brain, if man. If you could put a microphone into my brain, like in in the situations that I find myself in, how I now have to take a couple seconds to process before I verbalize what I'm thinking or before I respond to the situation. I think 
Um, I think that's what I want the listeners to get uh, a glimpse of the thoughts of a black man in today's society. Absolutely. But let's switch gears and how are you feeling about um how are you feeling about the Michael Jackson R. Kelly ah, situation? You're breaking my heart, man. How, how like Hey Mr. <laughs> DJ How are how, ah. how are how are you I know how I'm feeling, right? And so I, I've been keeping my. I, I haven't been on social media, um, voicing my opinion. Mm. I've, I've been real intentional about conversations that I engage with this subject because um, I think I'm coming from a different space. As an artist, yes, mm-hmm. and, and appreciating art form, right? And yeah. so, what I will say is like. If we're going to do it to one, you need to do it to, to everyone. Right? Hey, and man. So, if Elvis Presley married a 14-year-old, he's still the king of rock and roll in most eyes of society. So. Right. Um, and, and the display that we're seeing, um, we're going to stop playing the music. We're going to stop doing this. Okay, great. That's If that's, if that's your take on it. Mm-hmm. But I need you to stop playing other artists as well. Right. This is, this and so I'm now now disclaimer I'm not jumping on support bandwagons nah. for R. Kelly or Michael. Hey, this is the disclaimer of the GRG podcast with RLJ and Kev. We're not supporting pedophilia. We're not supporting sexual assault. We're not supporting anything egregious. You know, the, at the end of the day, I um, believe in one thing. You know, I don't want to do anything, support anything. That's gonna send me to jail or send me to hell. That's it. So I don't, uh, you know, if if Robert Sylvester <laughs> Kelly, which is uh, it sounds like a pedophile name. It does. I'll be honest with That's you. That's not funny. <laughs> it not does. Funny. Robert Sylvester Sly. Sly Kelly. Robert Sly. Yo, Kelly. man, sound. But, okay. It sound kind of creepy, man. I'll be I, honest with you. So, <laughs> like, so from the psych, uh, the psych background, like yeah. the, the psychology of like the the mental breakdown and all this good stuff we recognize that there were some issues mm-hmm. right did you watch the r kelly documentary i i purposely did not i did not watch the documentary and because the documentary in itself and the media um hype around the documentary pissed me off for two reasons the first reason is this is old information mm-hmm. we knew about something in his background mm-hmm. damn near 20 years ago I remember a BET uh, interview with R. Kelly and Ed Gordon. Ed Gordon, I don't know where Ed Gordon is. We need more black news on the air, too, by the way. But R. Kelly looked like something was going on. And that was that interview had to be in, in the 90s. Nah, it wasn't the 90s. It was probably like 06. Oh, okay. 05, 06. And he just looked awkward, man. And I, I, heard, um, I heard Nick Cannon talk about r kelly on some some other show and he said you know he's illiterate so his mind probably isn't developed to the point to be able to deal with adults in an adult manner and i thought it was shade at first right but when you think about someone who may be illiterate like they may process things differently 
And so, first of all, R. Kelly's situation is old information. Mm-hmm. So that's one reason I didn't watch the documentary. Second reason I didn't watch the documentary is because at the end of the day, I don't want no negative thoughts if uh, if I wish comes on. <laughs> mm. That's right. Rolling around, rolling around, <laughs> just stop by to say what's up. Let you know your baby boy ain't doing too tough. Okay, I'm just saying, man. I, like I don't want, I don't want that on my conscience. But okay, so uh, that's good, right? And I tried, to, I tried to watch the Michael Jackson documentary. That was tough. But when I, you know, I didn't watch the second, the second. Uh, night. It was two nights. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the second night. I watched most of the first night. But when they were talking about some of the graphic stuff that was going on, that was tough. I had to turn it off, man. I had to turn it off uh, because um, one, he's not here to defend himself, right? Michael Jackson out here to defend himself. And two, um, I'm like, yo, y'all grown men. And y'all vouched for him on several occasions and testified on the witness stand in the court of law. So why so why is all this stuff coming out now? And so the documentaries, it just seemed like, in both cases, are very, very one-sided. Absolutely. And I think, I, 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 me personally, and I just think, you know, I'm not an expert in media, but a documentary should be very objective. Yeah. And put the facts in there and let people to decide decide for themselves what's accurate. Well, and so there is a thing called creative journalism. Yeah. And so if, if I want to say that an organization is a bad organization, I'm going to intentionally leave out the good parts of the organization. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, it took me, I, I, I wasn't in the mental space to sit and watch the documentary, the R. Kelly series, yeah. when it first came on. And so I eventually got to the place where I said, all right, cool, let me see what this is about. Um, it was long, man. Six episodes? It was It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but I had questions. Mm-hmm. Each episode, like, I had questions of, I had questions. I n- I had questions. Yeah. The stories just wasn't adding up. Two plus two was equal to five because mm-hmm. you got to carry the one, right? Yeah. It, it wasn't, it, it just wasn't adding up. And so I had a hard time really processing it. Now, don't get me wrong. What I did take from it was this person, the acts that were alleged by the individuals in these documentaries were, were, were horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking it apart. Mm-hmm. I'm not um, taking it apart, um, taking away that these individuals are victims. Yeah. I'm not saying that the acts did not occur. I'm not saying that these individuals are innocent. I'm going based off of the documentaries in general. Yeah. Right? I had questions, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. I had questions as to, for instance, the the parents that took their 16-year-old daughter with to an R. Kelly concert. They were celebrating their wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And they went to an R. Kelly concert and they took their daughter. That was that was a yeah, problem for yeah, me. Yeah. It was a problem. So when they're telling the story, I was like, mm, uh, okay. But in my head, I'm sitting here thinking, R. Kelly has maybe two or three songs that a 16-year-old should be listening to. Nah. Yeah. I, I, I can dream. I can I, can, I believe I, I can believe fly. I can fly. The world's greatest. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and then... The, the Okay, so he did a gospel album. He did a gospel album. I can't remember one R. Kelly gospel song. Uh, yeah. I know the one he did you for saved Whitney, me. You he saved did for me. Whitney Houston. Yeah, I, I run to you. Yeah, I run to you. Yeah. He did that for Whitney. He's, he, that at he, he's yeah. not fitting to sing that 
at no 12 play concert. You ain't gonna do you ain't gonna do right? 12 play so, so, in front of my 16 year old. No, so I have some problems. I have some problems with one, you thinking that it's okay to take your 16 year old to an R. Kelly concert, knowing that she was probably conceived on 12 play albums. Got yeah. it? So so thinking of that part, then allowing someone that's on the stage to pull your 16-year-old daughter up on the stage and you sitting there and allowing it to happen. Then, then, this part of the story, and these are the individuals, the parents, they, they, they are saying that um, then they took, they took her backstage and the parents weren't allowed to go backstage for like 45 minutes. I'm, so I have problems. Yeah. I have problems. Yeah. yeah. So one, yeah. my child's not going to be in there. No, Two, no. I'm not going to let my child, well, the, the child will never be pulled up on stage. At a, no, thank you. Nope. It's not going to happen. And then you're going to take my child somewhere. I don't know you. You're going to take my child somewhere that I can't get access to for 45 minutes and I'm going to sit there and chill. And and you probably already knew about R. Kelly before Bruh. you brought your daughter to the uh, show. Fire alarms would have been pulled. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's yeah. evacuating the building. Yeah. And then I'm having some conversations with my hands. Like I, I just had questions. I, I, I still have questions with the Michael Jackson thing. I had questions. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, like you said, the individuals testified that none of this happened. That blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, the story is flipped. And he been dead ten years. Michael and Jackson be dead ten years this June. No, I'm not. Now, once again, I'm not saying that the stuff did not happen. I'm, I'm, I have questions as to. What what made you change your mind? Yeah. Right, and then reading the back end of the story of one of the the, the dance choreographer who um, was getting denied access to perform mm-hmm. or to choreograph for the um, Cirque du Soleil uh, yeah. Michael Jackson thing. So it was like listening to all this. I, I just had questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the question, the conversation piece that I've been having with people is everyone's like, yo, I stopped listening to R. Kelly a long time ago, or I'm not listening to any more Michael Jackson music, or they're pulling the music off. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? This is honestly, honestly, bro, this, I've, I've been battling this since all of the stuff hit the media. And it's, it's, I don't know if it's a coincidence that it happened back to back. He had the R. Kelly documentary top of the year. And then it was all this hype about it. Then this dude shows his ass in front of Gail King. Listen. So, <laughs> let's talk about that I gave you 30 years! <laughs> and he's about to get him back. 30 years! <laughs> he's about to get him back. Don't worry, sir. It's coming back. 100 think fold. people think. It's coming. Use your mind. <laughs> 100 fold. It's coming, there, bro. There are people out there who handcuffed to a basement to, for real. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Bruh, it's... <laughs> Hey man, when he stood up, man, I, was like, I said, "Who's Robert idea? Sylvester <laughs> Kelly?" Sly, sly, bro. I was sitting there thinking, like the whole. So I was disturbed at that, right? Man. Just looking at him and watching. He was, "Is this camera on?" Like, bro, like who? Every time he would man, do his something, his Beijing started dripping, man. The hairline, the hairline got real dull on that 4K HD screen, man. I say, bro, you might. You might want to chill, man. Every time something happens. His publicist kind of creeped me out, too. His publicist looked like a mortician. I said, Robert. (laughs) Every time, Robert. Yeah, man. Who and Gail was just sitting there unbothered. Cold blood. Yo, a woman, a woman will let you hang yourself. Uh, A woman, like, you show your ass in front of a sister, she'll sit there real calm. She'll let you hang yourself. Robert. That's that's all I kept saying was Robert. Robert. (laughs) 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 So, but like, one. He, he, 
his former lawyer would have was said once like denied him from doing an interview. Man. And and that was the and now we know why. Exactly. Now we know why. I gave you thirty years. He's and he's this camera on me. The SNL skit though. The SNL skit took me out. Oh my god, Let's man! I'm like me. why? Yo. You got your camera out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that the camera right there? <laughs> you keep your camera just like that. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, and so we're laughing, but I'm laughing from a state of who who okayed him mm. to like. Who on his team needs to get fired? Yeah, man. But then when you look at the interview, everyone on his team needs to be locked up. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. everyone had a hand in it. Like, you knew what was happening. Whatever was happening. Not just house. one adult. Every, a team of adults. Listen. And parents. And Yeah. You know, we got to take care of our communities better, man. You know? Well, when people think of, when people see these dollar signs for whatever reason, he ain't got no money now. But then I'm just like, yo, you got to. You can't pimp your daughter, man. You can't. I'm sorry. You can't. Like, that's... What part of the game is that? And then, cry, and then cry wolf. Yeah. Um, but to, to go back to your original question, when you think about artistry and what, I, what are my thoughts, um, first and foremost, I'm selfish as hell because <laughs> R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, I can't listen to. That screws up my childhood and my most of my adulthood. I'll say, if I can't listen to R. Kelly and Michael Jackson anymore... That probably shaves off, I'm 38, that probably shaves off 36 years of my life. Not, not including the Jackson 5 stuff that I love, so I can't, I'm done. Right. I'm done. But in, in that instance, right, I, I get it to where people, um, I photographed a wedding, mm-hmm. and um, I was talking to the DJ, and so he pulls out this document, and I was like, oh, this must be the playlist. He's like, no, this is the do not playlist. Mm. And I was like, oh. This it was is- a document. <laughs> it was a document. Six pages. Yo. Six pages of songs. What? Right? At a of wedding? What he can't play. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, before, <laughs> he said, you know, DJs practice their playlist. And, yeah. you know, they got their go-to, like, oh, before I let go, got to go on in every black family. Oh, yeah. Person, oh, yeah, right? man. Frankie Beverly and yeah, Maze they got day. to go on, right? All and day. And so, like, he was like, yo, every time I put a song in the queue, he has to check this document because they made him so nervous about songs. And a lot of the songs was R. Kelly, right? What? And now, now you know, you know, Step in the Name of Love was the Man, was, uh, let me yeah. tell you this. Long, to answer your question, we're going to continue it. Step, on, step in the Name of Love, come on, at any occasion, I'm going to be stepping. I'm sorry, <laughs> kick me out. <laughs> kick, kick, kick me out. Don't play it or kick me out. It's whatever. <laughs> That's that's what's gonna happen. But man. I don't I don't I'm not gonna change up my life <laughs> for this dude because he he out there acting reckless, yo. I'm not gonna change up my life. Think about it, man. Think about it in this context, right? As fucked up as the situation is, and I am I'm not gonna get preachy on, on the show, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus Christ. You know, I'm a Christian. I'm I'm gonna put that out there. Yo, if we were that kind of uptight, we wouldn't be able to read anything in the Bible. Mm. Samson, womanizer. Right. David, adulterer. Yep. Set, set a guy up to get, put, put hits out on guys to get with his wife. Yep. Right? Peter lost his damn mind. <laughs> Yo, Peter. Oh, Peter. Oh, oh Peter. Peter. <laughs> Paul. Paul was... Paul was Paul was setting up the East Coast versus West Coast war before Biggie and Tupac. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Th- think about it now. Think about it now. Go through. Go through all of the all of the stars in the Bible. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna stop reading the Bible because Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. Right. And and I think so. I get I get the silence R. Kelly. I get pull him off of the radio station. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Don't give him any more exposure than he's getting. Yeah. Right? Because you're you're getting paid every time it gets rotated. Yeah. I yeah. I get it. Pull it off the show. Silence R. Kelly. What I don't necessarily get is that. Um, I don't under I don't get the uproar about I'm removing him off all my playlists and blah blah blah. Man. So, so from in my head, right, that's too much work for me to go through all my playlists and pull out different songs. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna be straight up and down. I'm not going through now play. That's if fair. I do a function at my crib and R. Kelly happened to come on. And somebody mad with Kev because R. Kelly came on the playlist. In Kev's house. Hey, man, you can leave. That's fair. It's all good. You can leave. I, I don't, I'm sorry I offended you. I apologize. Wasn't intended. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, if the Migos come on and, and talking about this, that, and the third, drip, 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 you got to be mad at them too for content. Yeah. Like, we can't have it. We can't have it both ways you here. Figure it out. You got to figure it out. Um. Now, what I will say is. I can't listen to the music the same anymore. Nah. Oh, nah, 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 right. man. I, nah. I, I can't. Now, the 12 Play album, the 12 Play album came out when I was going through puberty. <laughs> so, the 12 Play album came out in what, like 91? Uh-huh, 91, 92. 91, 92. No, I, later than that because he was still with public announcement. So, even so even still, so let's just say 93. Okay. 12 Play album came out, 92, 93. I'm 12, 13 years old. Chesapeake, Virginia. Some beautiful women in Chesapeake, Virginia. Shout out to Chesapeake, Virginia. <laughs> and, yo, we was listening to the 12 Play album. Cassette. Oh, cassette. In middle school, man. Yeah. In middle school. What was y'all doing listening to 12 Play in middle school? Obviously, R. Kelly was on or something. <laughs> he had middle school students <laughs> listening to the 12 Play album. This this was in middle school, man. Singing the 12 Play song. The 12, it wasn't an album. It was the song, too. Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. He, well, think about it. It was like Sesame Street because he was counting. Yo, he was counting. <laughs> and it was repetitious. One, you come to my room of fun. Two. I'm just saying, man. That's crazy. It was repetition. He was teaching. So... Ugh, classical conditioning. Yeah, man. Classical conditioning. Yeah. So, wh- so I'm not. So that's the thing. I, I'm not gonna rush to play the 12 play album. Right. Right. Off right. the strength of like, damn, I can't even listen listen to it the same. Right. Because honestly, the 12 play album uh, was the soundtrack for some of my greatest moments as a man being with a woman. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um. I can't. I don't think I can listen to it the same. Or it's like, oh man, I want. I want to hear Bump and Grind now. You know, now if it come on, I'm a, and it's, it's. I'm gonna listen to it's it. It's going to be hard, even if you hear it out in public. So the other day, I was um, listening on XM, and an R. Kelly song "Ignition" remix came on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting here, and I was like, and that hit, that hit oh, hard, man. The that band, hit hard. The, the band, <laughs> that when, when that bass come in, yeah. and the beat drop, and I was like, uh, I felt awkward. I was driving because mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, now I'm trying to figure out when you wrote this, who are you writing it for? Yeah, yeah. I have questions. And I don't want to think that hard, man. I'm, I'm mad about the whole situation because yeah. I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to think that hard, man. And then like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson brought my family together on so many occasions. Mm-hmm. 
I remember watching Motown 25 with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then my grandmother buying me the, the Thriller VHS tape. Mm-hmm. Like, I still have the Thriller VHS tape. The, the, the damn thing, 35 years old. I still got it. You know, this guy brought so many. My mom taking me to a Victory Tour concert mm-hmm. at RFK Stadium. So... Am I supposed to just ignore all of these great memories that right. I had? Right. You know what I'm saying? And or remembering the world premiere. Do you remember when we were a kid and the Michael Jackson videos came on? It was like world premiere. Yeah. Like they would stop programming to watch a 10-minute video. Yeah. And being on Fox and re- watching Remember the Time and seeing Magic Johnson, Eddie Murphy, and Iman in the video. Like I'm like, that's tight. I don't want to. I don't want to completely ignore all of that great stuff that happened. Especially the fact that he's dead. Like he he was charged and acquitted, mm-hmm. and now he's dead ten years, and he can't speak for himself. Right. And so it's almost like the the the, the circumstances are uh, mandating a narrative that if it was true, then yeah, he needs to pay the price and. He got to meet the creator right. at his time right. to to do that. I'm not the judge of that, though, man. I'm just not. The way things are going now, you know, we talk about R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, hell, even Bill Cosby. They yanked the Cosby show off the air. Everybody in my age demographic, where were you at? Thursday night, 8 o'clock. Yeah, on NBC. On NBC. That was the reason why several, several uh, individuals went to college. Yo, when you saw the Greeks, you know, you saw the Greeks in, in different episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hillman people, people, Hillman College was the first Wakanda. People thinking some shit yeah. was real, <laughs> but it was fictional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to go to Hillman. Everybody wanted to go to Hillman. Yeah. This is the way everybody wanted to go back to the motherland to and, go to Wakanda. And go and go to, and go to homecoming <laughs> in yeah. the Gordon Gartrell. Yeah, <laughs> Gordon Gartrell shirts, man. You know, I'm just saying. So, um, I just think, it's very hard to separate the man from the artist, mm. but I think it's unfortunate if we go down that road because most of your great artists mm-hmm. had something going on with That's them the past. Right. that made it. I, I'm not saying that it made their art come out mm-hmm. even more, but they weren't like normal people. You couldn't have been to survive in that field. Yeah. Right. And um, when, when the Bill Cosby thing first came well, not the first one. When it was well publicized, yeah. the, the most recent one, I was having a conversation with people and I was like, yo, we know he clipped Huxtable. We don't really know Bill Cosby. Man, Bill Cosby was on some other stuff. He we was popping Molly yeah. before Molly was out. <laughs> we don't... <laughs> <laughs> For real, we don't, we don't, we don't know Bill Cosby. Yeah, we know the character of Heathcliff Huxtable. Yeah, man, Doctor Heathcliff Huxtable. Yeah, with um, with the bad, bad man. Mrs. Claire Huxtable, right? Because you know, in damn, in the real world, Bill Cosby would never be able to pull Felicia Rashad. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm sorry. You know, you know. Look who. at Bill Cosby, and then look at Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Yo, some certain stuff just don't mix, man. I'm sorry. Life ain't been no crystal stair. Just saying, man. But, rec- so when people are getting upset, right? People are getting upset. Oh, I, I can't believe Bill Cosby did this. You don't know him as a person. Yeah, man. You know he Cliff Huxtable, who was the doctor, um, you know, delivering babies, mm-hmm. disciplinarian in the household, comedic disciplinarian, um, husband, uh, what was he, a coach? Yeah. Um, 
He loved jazz, mm-hmm. right? That's that's who you know would would steal a piece of the chocolate cake and put paper towels on the inside and put chocolate icing. He over. loved he loved hoagies. Too. Hoagies. He right? loved hoagies when he wasn't supposed to be eating <laughs> stuff, right? But recognizing there was submission there because he knew Claire really ran that household, yeah. right? And so you saw so many things that society wasn't that society didn't want you to see in terms of a black family. Yeah. Right? And so the, the Cosby show that was that was paramount. That was paramount to the black culture. And so them not being able to separate. And I get it every time they play an episode there's money involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. At the end of the day it's about the bottom line. It's yeah. the business. Um but I was telling people we know we know he quit. We know Cliff Huxtable. Creepy name, by the way. It was. Heathcliff. It was. Heathcliff Huxtable, man. It was. You know? But, you know, I... Heathcliff had motives. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) And I love Bill, man. I love Bill for the Cosby Show, Fat Albert, uh, Picture Pages. Yeah. You know, the uh, character it, we know. all my childhood. The character so we I'm know, te- right? So I'm saying like, yo, I, to, to these three individuals, Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, if I completely ignore everything that they have done and the impact that it had on my life at some point, I am erasing 35 years of my life. Easily. Easy. And I just don't think that it's hard. That's harsh, man. That's harsh because, um, as you said, I had people in my family that were influential, but a place like Hillman made co- college almost realistic, yeah. tangible. It's like, oh, okay, that's what it's like. Everybody went to Hillman, though. Yeah, Everybody that's went to what Hillman. it's like. Yo, shout you out know? to shout out to the uh, Hillman University uh, <laughs> Alumni Association. Yeah, man. I, I see you all. Because it is Hillman. Hillman, man. And then uh, Michael Jackson just being the greatest entertainer for so long. And then his his predecessors giving him the, the, the roses, mm-hmm. right? And all of the various people that came before him. Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly. Talking about, like, wow, they, he's taking what we've done and moved it so far beyond our right. reach. right. Right, I, I I have a problem with just saying, you know what, you did some grimy stuff, but everything else that you did did in your life doesn't count. Right, because unfortunately, kind of bringing things back to the show, you know, as black men, we don't have a, a lot of room for error. Right, right. And one mistake that we make, if it's a if it's a history, then yeah, we got to be held accountable. I'm not saying that, but it's like, damn, you know. A, a brother has a good family or what have you, and whatever's going on in his life, he stepped out on his wife. Does that mean that he a bad father? Of course, he's a shitty husband yeah. at some point. But you know, and I, I think I does think that, it, does that does that instance kind of negate everything else that he's done in his life? And I think that's the human that's the human nature of of us as humans, right? The human nature. Um, we Michael Jackson song. Human the, nature. See, see what I just saying, did there? I saw that. I saw what you, you can't. Did you can't. There's a problem, or it's difficult to separate the actor from the act. Yeah. Um, I was about to give an example, but that was about to be real bad. Um, Michael Jackson. The act 
the entertainment, the musical genius. Yeah. Right? He was doing stuff in the studios that individuals are just learning how to recreate Mm -hmm. with several pieces of technology in front of them. Yeah. He was doing it with a Casio, bro. Yeah. A 88 key Casio. With double D, no, with the D batteries. You know, those I need D's. I need twenty six D batteries. Shout out to Spike Lee, man. Academy Award winning Spike Lee, do the right thing. Finally, yeah, man. Finally, yeah. And so, like, I, I get it. I, I, I get. I, I get the confusion. Mm-hmm. And I get that everyone's doing a cessation on playing any of the music. For right now. Yeah. I get it. And you got people who dance to um, some R. Kelly songs at their wedding for their first song. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now they, they refusing to watch the video or now it it no longer has the same value. Yeah. And and I get that too, right? I think it's temporary though. Mm-hmm. I do do believe, I don't know how long it's going to take, but Bro, eventually. I'm going to tell you this, man. If that's the case, then... 95% of the stuff that I'm listening to on a daily basis, monthly basis, I can't listen to. Mm. Can't listen to Jay-Z, the kingpin drug dealer, according to his narrative. Right. Right? Can't listen to James Brown. Can't listen to James Brown <laughs> Wait, no did more. you see the James uh, biopic? Man, I saw the bi- <laughs> Man, I'm just saying, I can't listen to James Brown no more. <laughs> right? You can't listen to Marvin Gaye. Nope. Because if you go to the Marvin Gaye skeletons in his closet, cokehead, abusive... All kinds of stuff, yeah. right? You know, if I can't watch sports. Michael Jordan, gambler, right? Right? Kobe, Kobe had some issues in Colorado at one point yeah. too, right? Yeah. You can't do none of that. You know, Charles Barkley can't watch basketball on TNT because Charles Barkley threw a couple motherfuckers in the window, yeah, and didn't think twice about it. No, re- no resistance, re- right? Uh, hesitation, so I think, nothing. I think it's this concept like what. How much grace can you provide someone? And who are you to punish that individual? So I get it. Like, if it's a mute R. Kelly and you want to mute him, cool. But everybody not going to mute him. Right. Everybody shouldn't be forced to mute him. And, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's the criteria to de- determine who's going to be the target of the month. Yeah, that's true. Right? And that's so, true. Well, we know it was Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Or, or, and my and my mother calls him Jesse Smalls. <laughs> you and your mama. <laughs> Jesse Smalls from the from Empire fame. I, I have I I have no thoughts on that one. Yeah. I, I, because it's almost like you're taking this negative energy, right? Yeah. And you and you're fabricating it and manufacturing it so you can get attention. Yeah. I, I got nothing. You know what I mean? I, so I. I because there's there's several things that play there, and yeah. I, I got nothing. I, yeah, man. For mental wellness, I just don't subscribe to things anymore. Like, I I got nothing. Like, I'm. I, there was a backyard party. Um, R. Kelly song. Backyard party. That that's the uh, mm. backyard band redid it, so it's a go-go cover. Mm-hmm. Was blasting it. The Shout other out day to DC. I, yeah. Was blasting it the other day in the house, and I'll probably continue to blast it um, over the summer while I'm having a backyard party. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I it, the music will still play for me. I, I now, like you said, I'm not going out of my way. I'm not going to go through my catalog, uh, my playlist, and and intentionally find something. But if it's something happens to come on, like 
I can't erase. Um, I can't erase all of that within a matter of moments. Man, I'm not erasing 35 years of my life, man. You know, I get, I understand it, and um, prayers for the victims. If you are a victim, I hope that you are vindicated at some point, right. and justice is served. Right. Um, but when you think about the context of just automatically canceling out people that have a track record of 25 years of positive things in your life. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard, man. And you, 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 you brought up, um, stutter, you brought up the concept of grace. And I read, um, there was a Pope that was, um, accused or convicted of child molestation and the current Pope extended grace and forgave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. it's going back to how do we determine who we going to give grace to? Because yeah. if you look like looking at the Catholic church the, and there have been documentaries. So a lot of people have been saying, where are the documentaries on the, the Catholic priest? Mm-hmm. Right. There, there are some. Yeah. The difference is they have not been, um, they haven't been advertised or promoted heavily. Yeah. Like the ones that we're seeing here. Right. Yeah. And so there, there are some that are out there. The question then remains is, like, are we willing to extend the same grace to the individuals outside of the Catholic Church? And so I had this conversation with someone who identifies as a Catholic. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't say anything for about 10 minutes. It was just going on, going on, going on. Michael Jackson did this, Michael Jackson did this. I said, okay, cool. Um, What are your thoughts on, you know, and I was dropping some names of some well-known individuals who did some wrongdoing within the Catholic Church. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on this? And then the narrative changed. And I said, no, I need you to use that same passion that you was, when you were Keep dragging. that same energy, I yeah. Need you, I, need you, I need you to have that same level Absolutely. of E. Yeah. Right? When yeah. you're having this conversation. And it shouldn't change because of the title or position or the denomination. Yeah. Or the affiliation, yeah. right? I need, I, need you to, I need you to be consistent across the board. Right, and so if we're going to extend grace to them because they wear robes, are we still going to extend grace to? Now, I'm now once again, I'm not picking a side. I'm just saying, extend the same level of grace. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it, I, but I don't think I don't think it's um, it's equitable across the board. Mm. And I guess that's the main issue. You know, you you're not gonna tell me well, no, nah, Kev, you can't listen to any of that stuff anymore, what have you, but then you okay with other things going on. Because I guess, and the biggest problem I really have with R, the R. Kelly situation from Jump is like, this is old information. Right. A lot of the people that I've seen in my personal circle that, that's hype about it now is like, nah, you got to cancel them. You, you was with me at, at the Best of Both Worlds concert. <laughs> best of Both Worlds. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, you was with me at the Best of Both Worlds concert when they came out in the white furs. It was Jay-Z on one side, R. Kelly on the other. And it was probably one of the best shows I've ever been to. Nah, it don't work that way. That's fair. Oh, information, man. So, you know, these are the, these are the kinds of um, discussions and topics that we're talking about on Game Recognized Game Podcast with ROJ and Kev, um, you know, 
we just trying to figure it out, man. We trying to figure it out. We trying to figure out how to uh, how to build, how to be a resource of for other people. You know, we gonna have some jokes. We gonna talk about some serious matters. We gonna talk about uh, anything that we kind of need in our lives to build. You know, whether it be finances, health, education, etc. And hopefully, we can bring in some of our friends and other uh, subject matter experts that we really respect to come in and share some of this with us. Yeah, most definitely. Um, definitely getting um, feedback. <laughs> getting feedback. Because feedback is a culture. Uh, feedback is a culture. You're hilarious. <laughs> yes, it is. We got to close the feedback loop. You're right. <laughs> um, get an insight on what, what our listeners want to hear. Um, we definitely have some good stuff lined up. And um, getting them to participate. Because... We can have this conversation back and forth for hours. Yeah. Right? Um, But then when you add more to the table, finding out that there are people who are thinking these things, right? Like like I said, did you see the movie Us? Not yet. That's on my to-do list for next weekend. So so I watched it on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, Were you scared? I wasn't. You wasn't scared? I wasn't scared. Some people Um, say it's scary. Don't spoil it. Is it scary? It has suspenseful elements. Okay, okay. So similar to Get Out, but not. Ah, eh, you know, Get Out. I think was a little more intense for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, but I. But maybe because I saw Get Out and I knew the level of Peel's head. Yeah. I knew where his creative mind could go. Like I had a baseline. Okay. Um, I have questions, and I'm gonna have to go this week to sit in. Now that I know what the movie is, now I can sit and dissect it. Gotcha. Um, because I was trying to piecemeal it and. There were some comical parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then, of course, you know, when black people go see movies, we like, now, why you why you finna walk in there? Like, so you, you having dialogue with it. And so... Whole, whole having a conversation with the screen. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to answer you back. Yeah, now, now, this probably would have been the one movie that would have answered you back. Like, I could see Jordan Peele in a part where we would typically say something to the screen. Like, yeah. if he stopped the movie and the artist or the, uh, the actor... Like answered the question that all of us was thinking. <laughs> I I could I would have been like okay okay. Hey man, you, maybe maybe you can send that in, man. We we get us. But you know he's working on Candyman. Jordan Peele, Candyman. Yeah, man, oh, that's he, gonna be he's sick. supposed to be working on the Candyman, and you know the first one was crazy. Yeah. So this one, I don't know, bro. Uh, I might have to go during the day for this nah, one. Nah, man, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait to see that in the crib when I know my doze is locked. <laughs> Because we got to make it from the theater to the car. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but no, I, ha- I had questions. And so um, definitely being able to do discussions, um, covering books. Yeah. Because we read too. We- <laughs> Black men, we read, man. Reading is important. I'm just saying. You know, we, we, we can put it out there too. We can put it out there. We read and we, we, have, we have opinions. My hope is one day I can write a book. I like to write a book one day. You know, I just don't know how to start it. Just, just start it. Yeah. Just write it, write down whatever's in your head. Yeah. That's what, what that's what someone told me. I said, well, I cuss a lot, um, so I can't write down. And everything you know what? I, I've done the cussing on this show, man. The, on this episode, yeah. you haven't. I'm, I'm trying. You've been, to, been pretty I, reserved. Listen, I, 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 so, and I think you know, as going back to the piano key situation, being black in a white space, like code shifting. Mm-hmm. Code switching, mm-hmm. code switching. Um, you you know how to turn it on and you know how to turn it off. Yeah. Like it, in my head, 
Well, we've been in staff meetings and where, where we just look at each other and say nothing. Yeah. Right? And so we could talk about that at a later date, but sitting in meetings and you can have conversation with people yeah. without even saying nothing. Anybody got any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, and you just... You just... <laughs> so, so basically, those those looks that uh, RLJ and myself, we've given each other in the past, we put it all on the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. live and in living color. Yeah, <laughs> game been... recognized game if with RLJ if, and Kev. If you've ever been in a meeting with, with myself or Kev, <laughs> you're going to know what we're talking about. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's time, it's time. The, the thoughts, the inner workings, mm-hmm. the inner workings. You're going to hear the left side of the brain and the right <laughs> side of the brain all in one episode to for fi- your pleasure. And to figure out which one is speaking is going to be the best part. Yeah. This is going to be the best part. Yeah. I'm excited, man. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm happy we uh, put some things in motion and uh, sky's the limit. Nah, man, it's just the view. Just the view. Oh, I like that. It ain't the limit. It's just the view. Going oh, up. I like that, man. Going up. I like that. So, hey, well, we thank y'all for joining us on our uh, very first episode of Game Recognized Nah, Game. this is the preseason. The preseason. pre-season. Yeah, we don't. We done got lit in the preseason, pre-season. man. That, 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 that means that the yeah, season. Yeah, man, we done got lit in the preseason, so I'm, 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 I'm excited when the game really starts. Yeah. This, yeah. this is strength and conditioning right here. Okay, yeah, man. Well, we definitely appreciate people shouting us out. Um, or will be once you see the preseason of Game Recognized Game of RLJ and Kev. And um, brother, it's been a pleasure, man. Oh, man, always, It's been bro. a pleasure. Always, brother. Until next time, I'm Kev. Hey, I'm RLJ. Hey, we appreciate you. Peace.